like that. So this is a very serious topic. It's a very um it's a topic that needs to be talked about because people go through this all the time and, and they don't really have an outlet because they feel like don't nobody understand and you know even if you did lose your mama you still don't know what she going through because y'all have different mo moms and different relationships so yeah you can start taking all right hey y'all my name is ashanti mason and my mom passed a year and a half ago um she had heart problems, uh, diabetes, and everything. It was kind of sudden on some stuff. Um, she was diagnosed with it maybe like five years ago. And they told her like it was nothing that they could do. That she was actually was just supposed to live maybe another three months. And so happened with medicine and everything. She was able to live five years past that. Um... So it was like, I guess I could go from the beginning. Um, she was feeling sick. I had my gender, not gender reveal, baby shower. Uh, she was feeling sick and I kept telling her like, well, mama, just go to the doctor or whatever like that. And she was like, no, I'm going to just go Monday after the baby shower, which I feel like she knew that mm -hmm. it was worse than what she was telling me. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, yeah, I'm going to just go after the baby shower or whatever like that. So, fast forward, the baby shower was over and everything like that. Monday, I was rushed to the hospital because I was pregnant and I was high risk. My face was swollen, everything like that. And also, too, my mom was going to the hospital. But she told me she was just going for a checkup just to see what was wrong. And then they wind up admitting her into the hospital and me as well because my pressure was high. I was like at stroke level and everything like that. So, they induce my labor. I'm crying on phone with my mama. And I'm telling her, like, you know, I can't do this without you here. You know, you was just fine, like, what they are saying. And she was like, oh, I'm fine. I just got, like, a little flu. Like, I got the cold. And they just want to monitor me because of my heart. So, I'm like, okay, not thinking nothing of it. So, I had my baby. She watched me give birth on FaceTime. Um, and... After that, they let her out the hospital. So, she was able to come home, and my daughter was a preemie, so she left the hospital maybe a day after my mom. And I called my mom. I was like, we're coming home. Do you want to see her? And she's like, no, I feel really bad. And so, I was like, okay, well, we'll just see you later on. And so, my stepdaddy called, and he's like, can you bring Aubrey here because your mom is crying. Like, she really needs to see her. So, I brought Arby to see my mom, and I went to Walmart maybe for like 10, 20 minutes. And after that, we picked up Arby, went home. They called, and it was like they were bringing my mama back to the hospital. So, I feel like she was really just holding on so that she can see my daughter. And maybe a day later, I want to say my sister was at my house when they called to tell me to go back to the hospital. And... They was like, y'all need to get here now because, you know, she might not make it through the night. So, I'm just crying. And so, yet, it was like a thing of, like, you couldn't even be happy that you're a first-time mom because you losing your mama while in the midst of being a first-time mom giving birth to your child. So, like, yes. that alone is just, like, 
you was robbed of that because you still had to feel those emotions for your mom yes. and you know you couldn't even be happy about your baby and your baby was a preemie so that right. was hard too it was very hard so um we go to the hospital and i thank god for my mom doctors like they grew a bond because my mama she like the type of person like no matter who you is like she's gonna talk to you like if you know my mama and you on this live like you know i'm not lying she go talk to you hug you like she didn't know you for years and so right when we pulled up to the hospitals the doctor came in and told them like we're gonna try this one last surgery so we can give you a chance to find a heart like for us to find you a heart and so they was like you know you might not get out of it but then again you might it might work so, you know, she said her goodbyes to everyone and like they, the surgery went well. She went to the hospital a week later. She was doing fine. She was up talking, preaching to people. Like the whole hospital staff had new quana, like for real. So, October 11, 2018, um, at 7.30, my mom had passed. And it's so crazy. Like, you know, my auntie called us and they were like, Shanti and they, we need y'all to come to the hospital and at this time like you know I'm just thinking like oh, okay you know it's because mm -hmm. every time they'll call us and tell us to come to the hospital like somehow she'll just pull up and out of it and talk and everything like mm -hmm. that and at this time I'm just like well put her on the phone like tell her just hold on till I get the hold on until I get the and then my stepdaddy just broke down he was like Shanti like you know Girl. she not here like I can't put her on the phone and from there, like, my my heart just broke because if you know me and you know my mama, like, that's my best friend. Like, I just, I'm sorry to keep saying, like, but that's, that's my girl. And it was, like, it was really hard because of my daughter. I knew that, like. She was going to be the best grandma, like. She was going to be the best grandma. And I felt like I needed her to. I didn't know nothing about being a mama. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You learn as you go, but I felt like it would have been better if I had my mama Definitely. Though. And it's like, you know, y'all had that bind, and you know you wouldn't... You're not doing it alone because you got, you know, your fiancé, and, you know, but still, it's not like one to experience that with your mama, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like nobody could take that place, you know what and I'm saying? you know how they say um, you take a life and then, but you get a life yeah. and stuff like that? My daughter remind me so much of my mama mm -hmm. short feisty mm -hmm. all, like all above that's kind of all over again and then i find myself sounding like my mama on some stuff that i may see so it's just like every day is is a fight because like some mornings i will wake up and the first thing on my mind is my mama like i will call my mama like i just want to call her because every day before i go to work or whatever i will call and wake her up and like, then it's like it's hard i mean i lost my daddy um they just buried him like not even a month ago but i wasn't close to him so i can never say like oh i know what y'all going through but mm -hmm. i thought i know that one thing we can all agree on is that we thought we had time mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you never yes. think that your mama or your your people will leave so mm -hmm. you know you don't really you think you got tomorrow you think you can call them you know if something go down like you you don't even think about oh what if they're not here so i think that's the hardest part it's just like you think to yourself you beat yourself up with saying man if only if i would have known but it's just like that's how and life it's, is. It's no way of really knowing because, like I said, she been had 
five years ago they diagnosed right. her with this. Right, so. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be prepared because I don't stay home no more. Like, I'm working. I'm independent. I'm going to know how to live without her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how I was taking it. But it, it wasn't like that at all. Like, it was not. And for anybody that have a sick parent and you feel like, well, you know, they've been sick and I'm, I'm kind of, like, yeah. used to it. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm preparing myself, yeah. but it's no way that you can prepare yourself for that type of hurt. And even if you're not close with your mom, it's just that, that motherly connection that you have with them since you mm-hmm. first was born. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> well... I'm Bria. And we sisters don't have the same yes, mama. That's that's crazy. They sisters. They don't have the same mama. And Damn. she lost her mama on, on her, her birthday. birthday. So, yes. We'll say, remember my birthday party. <laughs> like, I'm never going to look at it the same. Yes. But, um, so, I lost my mom two months ago to the coronavirus. Um, my mama actually was sick prior to. She mm-hmm. had cancer. She got diagnosed with cancer in 2018. She beat it. And then at the end of last year, she told us that it came back and it was, like, worse. It was stage four. So, you know, I think in my mind, I, like, subconsciously prepared myself that, you Mm -hmm. know, it's coming soon. Yeah, like, I might, you know. So, um, me and her, we talk every day. That was my best friend, too, like... She called me for everything. She did everything I did. Like, that was my everything. Like, if you know me, you know. Whenever she called, I ran. So, um, we have been talking since the start of coronavirus, and I'm locking everything down. We was talking about it, you know, making sure we being protected. She was, you got your mask? You ain't your mask? You got your mask? And she was always extra careful because she had cancer. So, she always wore a mask whenever she was out in public. So, um, I found, she called me Monday, I was at work, and she was like, Brielle, I'm leaving the emergency room. I'm like, what's wrong? She was like, I'm running a fever. Heart dropped immediately. I'm like, mama. She was like, I might have coronavirus. Oh. Threw my whole day off. I was like, Lord. How? Like. I was like, yeah, and I was like, in my mind, I'm like, Lord, I know her lungs can't take to mm-hmm. fight two things Sickness. at one time. Mm-hmm. I was right. like, but you know, I still had faith in God, and I still was trying to keep my faith. Like, it was tearing me apart. I mean, I was a wreck, but you know, I, I still had my faith, and she, I called her every day that week. She progressively got worse. Like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, she was fine. Thursday, I called her, I could heal like the stuff in her lungs, she mm-hmm. was tired all the time. I was like, I and then you mom. couldn't even go see her because of the virus and yes. like all that. So like, I would drop her off food. She'll be like, "Real, leave it outside." I'm like, "Mama, like I don't care if I catch corona. Like I could beat it. Like I need to be there for you." But yeah. she would not let me. She would not. So Friday, I had dropped her off some food. I could tell she was weak because she was like, "Real, bring it inside this time." Mm-hmm. And when you leave, I'm going to go get it. So I knew she was weak. Still trying to keep my faith. I called her when I left. She could hear my voice was shaking. I was crying. She was like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Yes, that's what they always say. But... <clears throat> that night, like around 11 o'clock, I had got anxious. I got real, real, real anxious. I was crying. I couldn't. I didn't know what was wrong. I'm like, what is wrong? And she was on my mind so, so, so heavy. Like, I was like, 
So I called her phone. She didn't answer. I was like, Bria, you know it's 11 o'clock. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she's, she's tired. Sleep. She's sleeping. That morning, my auntie called me. She's like, Bria, I was calling for your mama last night. She wasn't answering. So I came over here. She can't read. She won't go to the hospital. I'm like, all right, I'm coming. Guy just came down here. The ambulance said we can't go to the hospital. But they're going to keep us, you know, mm-hmm. updated on everything. Again, I'm a nervous wreck, emotional wreck, crying, trying to pray, trying to keep faith. Um, she passed at two, two fifty eight. If I'm not mistaken, but I didn't. My family didn't tell me until like four, and all I could do was cry. Like, I don't know life without my mama. I didn't know how I was gonna make it without my mama. Like, you feel alone. You mm-hmm. know, like. Your mom is your mama. That's who you belong to. And that's who mm-hmm. you answer to. Like, I've never felt a pain like this. Girl. Like, I never felt a loss like this. And it's it's been really hard. Mm-hmm. But, like, I accepted her death really quick. Like, I accepted you the fact that... I accepted that she was tired. Like, you right. know, I was like, she was tired. That's okay. Like, I'm not mad at you for that. I'm not mad at God for that. Like, I accept that part. But, like, it's just, I miss her so much. Like, and, and I... And it's still recent. Like, mm-hmm. it's like eight weeks since mm-hmm. your mom passed. So, this is something that you deal with on a yeah, consistent... Like and, like, mm-hmm. you've been a year, and, you know, your mama, you still going through it. You know what I'm saying? And then, I can only imagine... So, like, okay, I'm going to tell you what Alea say. She say, I love you, brown skin. I love you, too, girl. <laughs> girl. But, anyways, um... So, would you say, like, you feel like you was robbed because you don't have kids and your mama would never... Yes. That's what really hurt me. Like, it hurt my feelings so much because, like, she she loved Aubrey. Like, she loved my niece. Like, she was hers. She had pictures everywhere. So, I know, like, when it was my turn, she would have been the happiest person. So, I'll never get the opportunity at my wedding and stuff. Like, I'm going to miss all that. Like, that... So, what would you say was the first emotion y'all felt? Like, as far as, like, anger, like, you know, like, stuff like that. I feel like me, I was angry. I was, like, angry at everybody. And then, like, I'm not going to really touch bases on this, but, like, so much was going on in my family. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And at one point, like, somebody, a family member told me, like, Shanti, just stop fighting. Just give up. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that also put into, like... When I was on a podcast about suicide, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, I felt like, yeah, I should just give up. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad and stuff like that. Because a, a, a close family member now told me this. Like, just give up. And so I felt like that's what I needed to do. I was mad. I just wanted to give up and all kind of other that? stuff like that. And, you know, and it really took mm-hmm. me, like, realizing, like, son, you beat cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's a purpose why you're here. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had cancer when I was eight. And that whole journey, I, I couldn't, you know, I shouldn't be here right now talking to y'all about this. But, right. you know, like, I was just mad at everybody. When I mean everybody, everybody, I was just mad. So, so what you say? I was, I was just sad. Like I said, I accepted her death quick. Like, mm-hmm. I was just sad. I was just like, man, like, I'm not going to see her do this. Like, she's not going to see me do that. Like, I felt robbed. But... Being that my sister went through it first, I kind of knew, you know, what not to yeah. do. Because she, she was really angry. Like, she was angry, and I wanted to get her out of it so bad, but she's so stubborn. 
Mm-hmm. And so I knew, like, what not to do, like, mm-hmm. from seeing her. And we got two different, like, our stories are totally different. Like, mm-hmm. so, so, so would you say... So, I was just reading a comment. So, um, would you say, like, you accepted it or would you say, like, you kind of made yourself, like, like, you forced yourself to say, like, oh, well, she, she tried, like you said, like, she was tired, like, you tried to, because I think, like, when death happened, like, we, we go through so many emotions and it's hard to figure them out because it's just constantly coming mm-hmm. and you know if you by yourself like you stay by yourself like all you do is overthink i overthink like you know what i'm saying just regular and, and people overthink house, right you know what I'm saying? like being in her presence like you know in the presence here and like knowing that your last days her last days you was dropping off food <clears throat> and stuff like that like i don't know like i think because even with me like i said i wasn't close with my dad and when i got the call that he died I didn't know how to feel. Like, it felt like I wanted to cry. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I should be crying because that's my daddy. But then, like, another part was me, like, what you crying for? Like, you don't know him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just, like, I wasn't really in touch with my feelings at all because I was confused. I didn't know how to feel. Like, you know, and, and like you said, like, she was angry. Like, you know, she wanted people to embrace her, but it didn't come off like that because you don't know how to express your emotions mm-hmm. because it's so much happening at one time. And then it's, like... So, like, I named this podcast after the repast because when everything going on, everybody said, you know, bro, if you need me, call me, tell you, you know, if you need anything, don't hesitate. And then soon as the pot, I mean, soon as the repast over with, everybody, everybody go their separate ways and you alone dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's what a trauma come in. At. It's because, it's a traumatic, first of all, you losing a parent is already a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you see your friends with their mama, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you jealous to an extent, but... It's just like, damn, why me? Like, you know, it's like, you want to question God. Like, mm-hmm. why Why does she deserve to die? Or why do... You know, just like you said, like, you ain't going to never and have nobody me, to... Like, in real time with this. I'm, I'm really that person that'll text you scriptures and all of that. When my mama died, I stopped going to church. I stopped praying. I stopped... Like, I completely lost faith. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I was so mad and real. just be like, Shanti, just pray. I'm like, no. Because, yeah, like, how that. he going to do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We... We pray, we go to church, we sit on the first pew, you know what she I'm saying? So, so I was so mad and... It's like nobody understand you. And just like you said, like, y'all both lost y'all mom. Like, y'all around the same age. Yeah. Seven y'all the same apart. age. <laughs> so it's just like, y'all can relate. Like like you said, you learn from her, but it still don't... Because y'all lost y'all mom and both of them was already sick. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, you try to prepare yourself for that. But like you said, she didn't beat it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She she been living with this heart condition. She ain't nothing never really happened like that. So why would you think otherwise? And, you know, just like I said, like three days before my daddy died, I made a podcast saying how I wanted to get to know him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then I get a call and said he he died. I'm like, well, how? Like, that don't even make sense right. to me. Like, you know, it's just like you think you have time. And, and like, speaking on preparing, like, in my mind, I, kind of, I felt like I was prepared because for my gender reveal, when I found out I was having a girl, I was teen boy all the way because I told my mom, I said, if I have a girl, that means you're dying. And she was like, oh, no, we're going to rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Right, Bria? Mm-hmm. I was crying. Yes. Like, I literally was crying to my mom. I said, mama, like, you, something's going to happen because 
you got the same disease that your mama had. I'm having a girl. Your mama died seven months after you had me. And she was like, oh, no, we breaking no generational curse and all kind of other stuff like that. And I just, I felt it. Like, I really felt that something deeper was going on with her that she didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad that I was having a girl because I was like, mama, like, this means. That's the curse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Lacey said all our friends was hurting from Shantae's mom's death. So I can only, I could, I only could have imagined how she felt about it. I was always so worried about her. It didn't help that she had a newborn baby in the midst of everything. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I always tell people, like, life still happens. Like, mm-hmm. it don't care what you're going through. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't care if you just lost your job. And it seemed like when everything really going good or looking up to par, that's when shit, something shit dramatically happened. happened. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like life keep on happening. And it's just like, um, uh, what's her name? Who? <laughs> Wait, um, but Lacey, I knew that it a. Elantra. Yeah, Elantra. Like, she came on here. Like, I can... Like, when she lost her mama, I don't know her like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't know her mama at all. But I could just feel that hurt because it's just like... And she was pregnant at the time. Yeah. And she on here now, but it's just like... You know, like, all y'all females, like, you know, around the same age. And it's like, people don't have no outlet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? People stay in the house and just don't talk to nobody because they feel like can't nobody understand them. So, mm-hmm. it's like, what y'all doing right now is really powerful because you giving people... You know what I'm saying? Like, an opportunity to even feel. Because, you know, you be numb. Like, I know I was numb. Like, you know, and still to this day, like, I just be feeling like I don't know how to feel. Because, you know, I don't... I just don't want to confuse myself. But, again, it's totally different from y'all. Like, you know, y'all really had a relationship. Y'all was close. And, Mm -hmm. like I said, you don't have kids. Like, you're not married or nothing. So, it's just like, damn, like... You know, like, why you just take her like that? Right. And, like, you felt like you was doing everything right, like... And if you know me, you know, like, with the legal stuff I'm going through, like, you know, I've been battling demons for, like, two years now. And then, like, for guys to take my mama, like, I just knew, like, that was going to be the breaking point mm-hmm. for me. Like, I just... You know how they say... You don't know how strong it is until that's the only thing you got... to that's your only option. Like, I didn't even know I could be the strong... I don't know how I'm doing it. Like, I I should be in a cycle, what I feel like. But I, I'm here. Like, I know she the only reason why I'm here. So, do you feel like, like, God had to sit you down? Like, it, it's, it's some good coming out of it. Like, yeah, you lost your mama, but it's, like, a purpose. Or you feel like you didn't really get to that point yet? Oh, or, like, that I, understanding? I, see, I, I'm able to, like, thank God for the whole situation because I feel like, if she would have died from her sickness, it would have been drawn out. It would have been she in a hospital for months. I got to see her, you know, yeah. in a baby. Like, you know, I got to go through that whole stage. So I'm mm-hmm. glad, like, he took her. Like, as harsh as it sounds, like, she was telling and she wasn't. And I'm happy it was like that because I wouldn't be able to ha- handle if it was a drawn out thing. Yeah. Like, so, right. I accepted it really quick. Like, I haven't cried, cried since she died. Like, I didn't cry at the funeral. I've been crying since. Because I feel like more so, because even for my mama, like, people was like, Shanti, I expected you to cry more or whatever like that. But it's just like, when you at peace, like, you did right by them, yes. and you at peace because yes. the nights that we spun in the hospital, you know, I'm sleeping next to her, and doctors constantly coming in. It's just like, you be at peace because you know, you know that you did your part, mm-hmm. you did your part in... They at peace, you know what I mean? It's, so, Lantra said, it's a pain that don't go away. You just kind of learn how to cope with it. Yes. I'm still learning. Like, it... 
Like waking up every day and opening my door and seeing hers, like I just feel like, fuck. Like yeah. Like it's still surreal. Like it don't even feel real. Like yes. And grief is so crazy because you could be okay and then like two minutes later you like crying. Dang, like they're really not coming back. Like yeah, and and this is like total opposite. So. Like, when I look at my kid, I be like, damn, I really got a child. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how? Like, how you just came here? Like, it just seemed like you just popped up. Like, because I never wanted kids. Like, so, like, to have a child, and I didn't want him. Like, when I found out I was pregnant, I didn't want him. So, you know, it's like, damn, nigga, I really got a child. So, I can only imagine for you, like, somebody you used to seeing. And, you know, like you said, y'all was best friend. I don't know. Like, I hope God never take my child, like, before me because i'm not gonna i know i can't like mm-hmm. you know and I, I mean like i said i ain't never been through it so I, but i can i know how our bond is like i couldn't imagine losing the only thing that i love like you know so you lost your mama like y'all lost your mama like you know and man my mama we got a good relationship like so i couldn't even when we didn't have a good relationship like you know i couldn't imagine like you know, just calling her phone, oh, what you cook, or I'm coming over there, like, you know. And, like, my mama, y'all, like, speaking on Lacey, when she just commented, like, me and my mama would be on FaceTime, I mean, uh, three-way with Lacey, Bree, real, like, we really, my mama was really one of the girls. You couldn't tell her different. Mm-hmm. You could not tell her anything. Like, she really was one of the girls. Okay. I was just telling my sister, it's crazy how we just living without our mom. They are doing so well. I hope they continue to be strong. And by her comment, I always talk about her sister. Because in high school, I used to tell her, like, I admire you. You you are really strong. Like, and I couldn't do it. I would fall apart. And I see how, like, she had to be. She really had to be strong. It's like you don't even have an option. It's no choice. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so somebody said, my big sis was 18, my baby sis was 3, and I was 16. I fail, y'all. And she, in quotation, she said, a daughter's morning, morning never completely, never completely ends. I would have rather went before my mama. Like, been a That's with crazy. This Lanchi just said, being that my mom's life was taken because of someone else being careless is very painful. I thought she was saying something. I would have rather like this. I've never felt pain like this. Like I've never felt a loss like this. Like, and it don't go away. Like you could ignore it for as long as you can, but it's gonna break you. And then like I tried to be there for her as much as possible, but I know that like you gotta we go. Never you gotta alone. Like me and her. Like we. Like everybody was like, oh, I'm here for you. Call me if you need me. But like you don't. Be wanting it, like you, you want. You want to be alone. You want to be embraced. You want people to pop up and and really like. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not like the phone call thing. Like it means more when you actually take out time of your day. And yeah, you respect my space, but mm-hmm. I still want you to know I'm here. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. So how you felt like when her mom died? Did you feel like you was obligated or compelled to really be there for her, or did it? Do you feel like it brought back memories of like? It brought back memories, but for me, I felt like. I'm going to give her her space. You know what I'm saying? Because every right now, everybody is going to want to be around her. But mm-hmm. I need to be there for her when that shit don't... You know, when everybody gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I felt like, you know, Bria, I'm going to come see you when the stuff died down. Because right now, everybody want to be in your face. But what's but, crazy is, I like, the COVID time, like... 
Like for her funeral, it was mm-hmm. only ten people, and we had to be spaced out. Like nobody can really embrace you during a no, Corona yeah, time. That too. So like we didn't have a repass or nothing. Like nobody was at my house after the like mm-hmm. everybody. You know, wanted to have they distance. So I never had the, the you know mm-hmm. the family embracing me. The so do you feel like you wanted that? Like you missed out on that? Like you feel like. It would have been an easier like transition. Or mm-hmm. I mean, cause you see, like you know, you say you deal with stuff on your own, but do you feel like it would have been nice to have it? It would have been like you, you, that, you, you, that, you need it, it but mm-hmm. you, you, you don't tell yourself it, yeah. that you don't want it. But you know, that's just like when somebody say you can be just fine, like and somebody just come and ask you, you all right, and you just bust out crying because it's like. You not alright, but you want to say yeah because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the proper thing to say. It's, it's just like, you know, you, you don't really want what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. And if nobody, if people don't really see through that, like, they go give you that space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just crazy. Like, death is really like a, a thing of like, you just gotta be there, like you know what I'm saying. Physically, like not calling, even even bringing a baby, like a new life, it's still the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't want you calling me, like come to my house, like not as soon as after I have my baby, but I'm just saying, like you know, pop up on me, like show me that you really care. Like you know, you be needing people to pull that out you, like you right. know what I'm saying. Like I want, cause that I'm sure. Like did you feel like you didn't trust people? Like did you go through like that type of stage? Mm-hmm. No, I really, really, honestly, I wanted my space. Like, I... I was you had work. so much other stuff going on, too. Yes, yes. And, like, I tried to work it off. Like, I went back to work soon. Like, her... She died Saturday. Her funeral was Thursday. I went back to work Sunday. Like, I tried to work it off. I put it off as long as I could. And then, like, a month later, like, it just broke me. Yeah. I needed to take off. yeah. Like, Cause like my sister kept telling me, Bria, when all the calls stop, that's when yeah, it's gonna hit yeah. you. You go break and down. And that's exactly what it was. After the funeral, like you know, the calls stop, the text stop, and then like mm-hmm. you're really thinking, like, fuck, like my mama. My really mama, really, yeah, and that's like, when you know. I'm really out here alone. Like I stay there mm-hmm. all the time, cause like I really feel like I'm out here alone. And you don't necessarily even be alone, but you just feel like it, cause again, ain't like, nothing like a mother's yes. love. That's your mama, nothing. like. Okay, so somebody said, I really admire y'all's strength. Keep pushing, guys. I know it's easier said than done, but God gives his strongest battles to his toughest soldiers. Love y'all. Harvey said, always remember to, to God put his test on his strongest people. Love y'all. Uh, but Love all y'all. And I, we didn't have a real funeral. Like We yeah. had like a 30-minute funeral, and the casket had to be closed. So I feel like that kind of jump-started my healing process, too. Yeah, like, because I, it was like I, you didn't even see her like physically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to. Jesus, I, like they gave us the option, but I was like, I don't want to see her. Like, that. like if brother, I asked my brother if he wanted to see her, he could do it. I was gonna look the other way. I didn't want to see her. Like I don't like how bodies look and caskets and you remember them like that. And it's so crazy because I'd be like, I wish I could just see her one more time. Like <laughs> in the cat, like what? it's weird. Oh, but your mama was really pretty. Like she, she was, was really and I just be like, I just want to see her. Like I, even though I can't physically, I just want to see her. But I need ex- to my daddy. see her. As soon as I saw her, but started crying. He walked me outside. I, mm-hmm. I hate yeah. And for me, like, it, and it might sound weird, but keeping some happy. Oh. They look cool as that girl. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, um, and for me now, 
going to her grave and like for Brill, Brill will go to her grave every day. For I me, every day. I cannot go to my mama grave. I could try to go for a holiday or something, but for me, like it brings back memories. And to me, when I go to her grave, I want to go there and I want to tell her good things. And at that time in my life, I was so down and depressed. I felt like, you know, I'm I'm ashamed mm-hmm. to even go here and like you know my- see you like that, like you know what I'm saying, be in that way to her. Yeah. So do you feel like you going to her grave like? I love gives you a sense of like it gives me so much peace and, and comfort. Yeah. Like if I could sleep that way, like I love being there. Like, I can be there really all do. day. Like I really read that every day. Like it's a slide. <laughs> like, she do. And for me, like, huh? And my daddy had to literally come get me. The last time I was there, I broke down. Like I couldn't. I I was, and I ain't been back since. Yeah. That's why I said we grieving different. Like, yeah. we, we totally we different. Totally different. Yeah, so, like, you feel, like, that embrace, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like your mama right there. Like, mm-hmm. you can, you feel, like, the spiritual connection whenever yeah. you go there. So, it's like your mama's still right there. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's, like, total opposite, like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah like, I just. I love it there. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. That's good, though. So, th- what would y'all say, like, if somebody lost a parent or, like, have a sick, sick parent, they feel like they can prepare themselves, like, what advice would y'all give them? Like, don't. Well, if you lose your parent, you, know, you go through a loss. Like, go through all the emotions you gotta go through. Yes. Like, go Back through them. Be strong. If you hold it in, it's gonna make for a a worse of like breakdown mm-hmm. down the line. I'm sorry. That was so ignorant of me. It was. Oh. Worst this. <laughs> um, but like, don't get stuck there. Like. If you yeah like get through it go through it get through it and know how to cope mm-hmm. cause you still even if you get through it, like say oh well I accepted her day you still will have bad days mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying so Girl, it's gonna be twenty years down the line you still and you wake up crying. crying right like if you crying. wake up and you like I don't want to do nothing I won't I won't be in my head and be in my feelings today that's fine do that but don't do that the next day and the next day yeah. it's so easy yes. to get stuck there. Yes, and that happened really with you, advice. and that's why I make sure like I'm feeling that way. And that's I get why up. I try to tell you like, come on, get up, get up, cause I it happened to me, and I even yes. though I'm the little sister, just by seven months though, <laughs> I just feel like I'm her she big sister. Good. Like I just mom. I be like, come on, you you have to get up, like, mm-hmm. and even like I check on Jazz every now and again, you know, just to let her she know that I am here for you, even if I'm sending her a scripture or just like, girl, I'm mm-hmm. checking in. I just want to make sure you straight. Or whatever like that. So, and you can never prepare yourself again. Even though they sick and you like, yeah, I'm preparing myself. She been sick. And you is no way to prepare for that at all. Period. So do y'all feel like when because both of y'all lost y'all mama, y'all got the same daddy. So do you feel like that was a moment for your daddy to step up? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I, but then again, like me and Brill, we have totally different experience. Like again, her and my daddy relationship rocky. Me for somehow I can't stand my daddy sometimes, but I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? And it's like I, I mean, I love my daddy. You know, I know, know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I, I'm I'm trying to say it in the best way possible, but you know, y'all go at it the most though. We do because of how the relationship, the bond. Yeah, but see her like she don't. I don't know. I feel like she don't care. Tell him. Tell him him is another discussion for another day, girl. So do you feel like he stepped up? He did. Like he, they made my daddy. They made him come tell me that she died. That they told him go there 
make sure she alright. So he actually his delivery was horrible. <laughs> I, I will forever hold that against him, but he was the one who told me, and he he was calling on me every day, making sure I'm alright. To the point, where I was like, stop calling me. But like, yeah. he he made sure, you know, like if I need something, he come. He called me just like, you alright today? You need something? Alright, I'm just, I'm just checking on you, baby. Yeah. So he did step up in that way. Well, I feel like he did as best as he could. You know what I'm saying? Cause again, that's the sore subject, like. Mm-hmm. I just really feel like then they have two daughters like who lost their parents yeah like, Toya baby and, well, and that got to be hard on they, him he did and they was pregnant at the same time now so yeah it had to be and that was the ones that gave him a run for his money that's all I'm saying <laughs> run for his money <laughs> it was and the daughters do to him just her I be chilling like I, really I don't cause, cause he know not to play with me first of all because mm-hmm. you are not about to do all this see real she just be like man don't, you already know how he is don't worry about it no you don't do that don't yeah. girl don't get me started Quano. don't get me started like <laughs> okay so but this also like our pain and us losing our mama that create we created something called become her and so yes. for all y'all that did lose your mama, like go follow our Instagram page. It's become her underscore I am her. Mm-hmm. And like y'all go help us go through this process together and So tell tell them what it's about. You could go on something. Her is an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's so angry. But basically the podcast is like really to uplift and empower everyone. Um not just if you lost your mama, but we're gonna tell you about us even though we're sisters like i said we come from two different backgrounds so we're gonna shout stories uh i'll tell you about um my cancer fight uh she'll tell you about some of her legal stuff and it's really just about us uplifting y'all just like empowering women mm-hmm. and just or empowering people and just giving them an outlet like basically what i'm doing but it's just two different avenues yeah but it's still to give people a voice mm-hmm. and you know like so if you see how they went through it, even with like losing their mom like just off of this podcast like you they telling you like okay look it's all right to be in your feelings but don't do that the whole week mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying because you go go through that like so y'all whenever y'all do go through those emotions you can recognize that and say oh i remember when Bree said you know so right. that's what it's all about and you know it's relatable you got people that's around your age you know that lost their parent and like i said she just lost her mama two months ago so and just trying to be the best you that's why it's called become her and sister you could tell them the acronym since that's your favorite part <laughs> her is an acronym it stands for heal elevate and reaffirm so yeah, so we just really want y'all to tune in for day and come on this journey with us. Yes, because it's definitely a journey, and like I said, even even if you haven't lost a parent, so to say, but it got people losing who somebody. lost right losing somebody close to you. Yeah. Period. And right now, it's a time where even if you didn't lose your mama to all your parents to the to the virus, like a lot of people that came close to losing their mama, mm-hmm. and you know just to know how that felt. You know what I'm saying? Just to know how that felt mm-hmm. to uh, your mom in the hospital and you can't go and see her because can't nobody come in. That and was the that was, Yeah, and like, you know, like, they're still alone. Like, she had to alone. Like, that's why it still gets to me. Because she know if anything, I would have been there. Yeah. Me and my brother would have been there. We was there for all her surgeries, all stays in the hospital. We was there. Like, and the fact that she had to go through that alone. Like, 
what her last thoughts were. Like, yeah. I couldn't call. I couldn't say bye. She couldn't say bye. Like, and that's crazy because for me, that's how I was. Because I wasn't able to be at the hospital. Like, I would have rather been there when she took her last breath. But because I had Aubrey, I couldn't be and there. And you think that, but you don't really. Like, um, everything is everything is already ordained and happened mm-hmm. for a reason. It's already written out. And it's just like, that's that's what keeps me going. Like, with the death of my dad, I'm like, well, maybe if I would have talked to him, he wouldn't have gave me what I needed him to give me. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I was protected by that. You know, by his death because I never got the chance to talk to him. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, only thing I could do is assume and, you know, fill me up with reassurance and positive vibes and stuff like that. So, I mean... It's always healthier to do that mm-hmm. versus like, oh, well, she felt alone. Or, you know, she, she, I mean, it's real. Like, you know, I mean, I'm sure. But, you know, then again, you don't know because she probably was on medicine, a lot of pain medicine. Like, mm-hmm. didn't even realize, you know, what she was going through. My mama last words was to me, girl, put on your big girl drawers and you could do this without me. And I, I really tried to live by that. And she told me stop messing with Nate, like stop being hard on me. But that's... <laughs> You know, but yeah, she was just like, Shanti, put on your big girl drawers, stop crying behind me, I'm gonna be alright. You should definitely put that, like, somewhere around your house. Like, and she told that to me, you told that to me around yeah. that, and I really had to, like, because everything has to happen so quick, like, right. cause with the virus, like, they only want you to keep the bodies for three days, so like, the funeral was Thursday, but she died Saturday, so like, the next day, I had to get on the phone with the funeral home. I had to pick out caskets. I had to find her something to wear. Like, it's like one day you live a normal day. life, huh? and then the next day... And see, with that, I didn't even have to do that because my mama had, you know, cancer to her husband. So, he really did all of that. All I had to do was just show up and look at her and make sure she had looked her best. Everything was on me and my brother. We couldn't see her, see how she looked, mm-hmm. like nothing, because they wouldn't open the casket because she had the virus. So, like... It really desensitized you. Like, at the funeral, yes. I only cried. Good I only words. dropped tears when they took her out the truck. But uh, after that, I was fine. Everybody thought I was going to jump in the ground. But I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> That's good, though. That was a good word, though. Desensitize you. Because it, it makes you numb. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you got to put it in your head. Like, look. I mean, whether you hurting or not, like, she gone forever. Right. So, it's like, do you and- just... And that's the same thing with you, though. Like, even with your daddy, even though y'all didn't have mm-hmm. a relationship, it still, like, numbs you. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, if y'all follow me, then, or uh, y'all follow my mom and y'all seen all that stuff that went on. After, like, a, literally a day after my daddy was put into the ground, it had a lot of mess going on. And we both jumped out of character on somebody. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, for some reason, people want you to grieve how they want you to grieve. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're not crying, oh, then oh, you don't really love him. Right. Or if you overly crying, oh, you doing too much. Yes. Like you know, they don't never let you let you grieve how you want to grieve for whatever reason. They feel like they can dictate that, mm-hmm. and it's just like with me, it's like literally like the day after that, like after all that love fuss because it was some dumb, but. <laughs> After all that, like, my daddy came and see me. Because, like I said, I was never... Like, my daddy never told me he didn't want me or nothing. Like, I just seen too much 
that he did and I didn't want I made the choice to not be around him Mm -hmm. and I feel like he didn't fight for me so it's just like okay whatever like so it was just like I never felt guilty because as I was growing up getting older and stuff I had a child you know I, I went around him but I knew how far to I felt like I put you know a little barrier like okay I'm gonna give mm-hmm. him this much of me because mm-hmm. he can't give it back to me so with that being said it was never it was just crazy because like I said like I just look through like spiritual meanings like mm-hmm. numbers and you know stuff that people will say like literally the day my daddy died my baby called me he was like mommy I found the bird it's a hurt bird like it was raining and it had a baby bird the bird was hurt like mm-hmm. but the baby let my baby pick him up mm-hmm. like it was just so crazy to me mm-hmm. like and he wasn't scared of it he was like mommy the bird is hurt like you know but I don't know I just really can't explain it but it's just like it speaks to you in other ways right. and like it eases my confusion a lot like mm-hmm. now I'm able to be like man I know I'm good like I know mm-hmm. I know he knew that I loved him like mm-hmm. you know I know he loved me like so hey it is what it is like you know now I know that I just gotta love my son harder. I gotta go harder in whatever I do because, like I say, people lose parents all the time. Like, it's it sucks. Like, it's sad. Like, it don't matter how old you is, it's never gonna be the right time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whether you close to them or not, it's never a good time to lose your parent or lose a loved one, period. So, it's just like, damn, how do you cope? How do you move on? It's no rule book to it. You know, you go through the emotions, you deal with it, and you know, whenever you do deal with it and you do cope with it and you do find healthy ways to cope with it, you, you know, express that and give the gems to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what y'all doing. Like, you know, giving the gems to other people. Like, damn, like I lost my mama. It's hard. I ain't such. They ain't telling y'all it's easy. They saying it's hard. Like every day they wake up. And then even just, also like you and saying after the funeral like the fussing and stuff like that's when you really see who people are when someone die i can I don't say understand. that like you really i still never understood that like if stuff was away whenever somebody died why whenever they die before they die why when they die everybody got so much to say now right. like or if you never was there for my mama when she was sick now y'all want to say how i handle this mm-hmm. like it's that's crazy to me everybody want to have a voice but you know if they were said you wouldn't be doing you it wouldn't. so that's the main thing to to keep living how they will want you to be like you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying live it live in their life live how in their lights like they want you to love you know you know your mama wanted the best for you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know how your mama you know even like cleaning up how you want your, how your mama used to have a house clean right. you know what i'm saying like that brings you closer and that just mm-hmm. make you feel like they near you know versus mm-hmm. you ain't gonna never see them again and it's hard to like i said i think you gotta cope with the family more than you gotta cope with the debt like you right. know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you gotta really learn how to deal with your family without your mama <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, girl. That's it. That's that's really it. Like the the stuff my family got going on now, and like I'm like I don't even want hit none of it recently. Like mm-hmm. my part in all this is going, so I don't really want to hear about. That. Yes, fuck and, girl. And me, I recently just forgave my family. And I had to do that in order for me to get to where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Yes, forgiveness is personal, mm-hmm. definitely. It's like you know you you gotta forgive people on their behalf because you know sometimes they ain't go because everybody not ready for your healing to begin. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody they want not, you to stay right yeah. in the same spot. Definitely. And they got control over you. Because if you yes. mad, if you in that same spot because of somebody else, they have control over you. Mm-hmm. So you got to release that and you got to be like, man, look, if that's how y'all want to deal with it, that's cool. I'm in my own lane. I forgive you on your behalf. Although you didn't say it, I'm going to say it for you. I'm going to just, you know, make it like you said it. Yes, girl. That was a word. Amen. Amen again. So, do y'all have anything else to say? Anything else y'all want to tell them? Any questions? Um, 